It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. This podcast is part of the Bomb Pod Media Network. Hey friends, welcome to Punch Farm. I'm Mark. I'm Alicia. I'm Jeff. I'm Chris. I'm Dynamo. Hey, welcome Dynamo. Thanks for joining us once again. Yeah. Hey, thank you for having me. It, uh, the uh, the pleasure is all mine. Nice. And uh, of course, Jeff, welcome back. I know last time you were in North Carolina. Yep. And Chris, thanks for hanging out. Uh, Chris, Jeff's wife, first time uh, joining the podcast. I assume long time listener. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Now, uh, yeah, we were just talking about these insane winds. Yeah. What do you think they're clocking in at? 40, 50 miles an hour today? It was Probably. pretty bad. Last yeah. night, definitely 40 or 50. They today, were, definitely petered out. Not really. I was out earlier oh. in the garage just messing around, and you could hear the gusts blowing in real bad. Really? Yeah. Yeah, now, I guess if we you're did. on the East Coast... Uh, you've yeah. experienced these kind of wins before, so but yeah, nothing new. No. Yeah, and I like how Dynamo. I like how you said it felt like the end of the world, like some, out of some horror <laughs> it movie. Because it was raining here as well, and I was just like, this certainly wasn't in the forecast. It no. says it's partly sunny. <laughs> no, it was raining buckets yesterday. Yeah, uh, extreme high winds at, in the middle of the night. Uh, it was like uh, probably a better version of that movie, Geostorm. <laughs> <laughs> But a little more it, like the de- day after it, tomorrow. Again, yeah. it definitely feels like Mother Nature's like just figuring out how to blow us right off the planet. I know. <laughs> it was the asylum version of Geostorm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was about four gangsters called Geostorm. <laughs> uh, now, here we go again, another Mars Vember episode, which yep. means that Dynamo picked a movie for us to watch. Oh, yes, I did. And in this case, the movie was Dog Soldiers. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was. <laughs> you know, it's always awesome uh, if uh, it's a, a pick I've never seen. So, yeah. like, again, uh, last year, uh, you introduced me to The Raid. Mm-hmm. Love that movie. Now, I can't believe you haven't seen I, either of those. I know. Well, no, I have because last year. Right. You know, well, not up until then. And They've both uh, been out for quite a while. That doesn't mean anything. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much content out there. I know. Uh, I, uh, Lish and I both have never seen Dog Soldiers, and last night was our first watch. So, yes. I've, yeah, it was pretty awesome. Good. Gra- it's a great movie. Normally, you don't see too many, you'd almost call it a horror action movie. Right. Yeah. And they're just not out there too much. And no. Dog Soldiers was just great. Yeah. Yeah. He- What's even crazy is you can argue that Predator was more successful over time. So that might not have had like a big, you know, like a you wouldn't call that like a ground zero thing in the same way of like Star Wars and a lot of Star Wars knockoffs came off or the slashers and a lot of, Mm -hmm. you know, stuff that came in the wake of Halloween. But like Aliens 
was uh, such the prototype for this. You would think just, you know, monsters and guns would have been something that would have happened all the time. But it just seems like, you know, one of these only comes around every once in a while. Yeah, you know, and this was directed by Neil Marshall, mm-hmm. who also directed uh, one of my uh, favorite movies uh, that would be terrifying if it happened to you, yeah. The Descent. The Descent. Scary Great business. Movie. Yeah. Yeah, that, uh, you know, again, when I saw that movie, I didn't know anything about uh, Neil Marshall. I didn't know anything about, uh, you know, what the movie was about. It sounded cool. The trailer looked cool. I thought that movie was terrifying at moments. Really, it was yeah. just a great movie. Horrible sequels. Yeah. So to find out that, well. Yeah, the second one wasn't that good. No. But, but the, okay, The Descent. But then to find out he directed Dog Soldiers, I yeah. was pumped yeah. right. um, to see it. Now, which came first? Uh, the Dog Soldiers. Yeah, okay. Was his first was his first full length. He had made, he made like a, uh, I don't know if it was called a romantic comedy called War. Oh. Um, wait, wait, wait. It was called that, War? Yeah. And it was a rom com? Uh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> or, or, or like an offbeat, like kind of Woody Allen. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Dry British uh, comedy. But, um, it, um, you know, I, I, don't, I, I don't even know if it ever came out. I only know about it because in doing research and watching the commentary, some of the people in this film were people that he had worked with in, in that film. Oh, okay. cool. To. Interesting things that I want to say that would have totally changed this movie in history altogether mm. is two major castings in this that would have been like completely outrageous. Spoon, uh, the person who originally got the room for role for Spoon uh, was Simon Pegg. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. And Jason Statham was almost, um, oh, the character's name escapes me now. Um the guy who played Caesar, uh, the main character. But, oh, okay. um, really? Yeah, that was almost Jason Statham. Oh. Yeah, which would've... that would have been interesting. Yeah, I don't yeah. see um, Simon Pegg being good in that. Yeah, no. it's a little. He's a little more on the comedy side and mm-hmm. not so much the action. Sure. Yeah. So, but I don't. But, but Statham J- would have fit. Yeah, right Jason in. Yeah. Statham. He would have fit right in. He would have been good in it. Now, yeah. uh, I'm going to give a just a quick synopsis for anybody listening that hasn't seen it. Uh, I'll try to make my own up. So we got these soldiers doing a training exercise out in the uh, woods. Highlands. Highlands. Scotland. Mm -hmm. But it was actually filmed. It was filmed in Luxembourg. Luxembourg, Germany. Uh, But they're on this training uh, exercise. They don't really seem to know why, but they're out there. Um, But before long, they're attacked. We got some werewolf action. Uh, And they try to get away. They get trapped in this house. All kinds of uh, great action uh, shenanigans go down. Oh yeah, uh, and that's it. That, the perfect thing is that's the movie. Yeah, it's this, these soldiers versus these werewolves, mm-hmm. and uh, they delivered on uh, a battle royale. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's the yep. entire movie, and it didn't go off course. We didn't have my biggest complaint. Unfortunately, it was a great movie. My biggest complaint at the very beginning of it mm-hmm. was where it goes. You're you're looking at the movie, then it says three months ago, then it goes two weeks later. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, with I the campers in the beginning. Right. I don't yeah. know if they did that on purpose to just kind of mix it up and be weird, or it's it was just bad filming. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. I don't. I would assume everything was intentional. I, <laughs> yeah. I guess. I'm, yeah. 
I don't think I, I, I think as long as we knew that the campers happened before they went to before they ended up in that cabin so mm-hmm. that you can right. get the payoff when you get the prop payoff. I don't think it's oh, yeah. like, I think it, I think it plays pretty well linearly, linear, linearly without, um, much explanation, you know, as long yeah. as we have a, a you know, a, a, a sunset, a sun up, you know, <laughs> right. you know and I didn't even notice, uh, uh, any of the time, like I doubt, I guess I didn't read the, uh, what was on the screen. Cause I definitely, oh, okay. I didn't pick up on it enough to no. to think about it. Yeah. Um, I just find it annoying. Okay. I mean, <laughs> otherwise, it's almost a perfect horror movie. It okay. really is. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. yeah. And we also have in this movie who, uh, I don't know uh, his uh, celebrity status when the movie was made, but now everybody, well, everybody who likes Game of Thrones would know right. him as the Onion Knight. Yeah. Yes. Uh, what's, his, what's the actor's name? Liam Cunningham. Okay. Cunningham, yeah. Everybody's Liam. Right? right? Seems like it. <laughs> Yeah, when Chris and I were watching it, uh, the main character, whose name escapes me, the yeah. sergeant, if you watch Gotham. Right, he's Alfred. Oh, right? yeah, see, yeah, and I, I heard that, too. Oh, which one? Um, but we don't watch it. The sergeant in Dog Soldiers. The one that got his stomach, uh, Yep. and they were putting his guts back in. Right. Yeah. In the TV series Gotham, he's, he plays Alfred. Oh, okay. Interesting, okay. And I, Chris said... About that, and it's like, no, that's not the character I'm fi- I'm talking about. It's like, who who's this other famous person? So we were watching a little bit, and she kept saying, "Oh, who, who is that? Who is that?" And it's like, you want to just know who it is? It's like, yes, it's the Onion Knight. It's like, oh yes, that's right. <laughs> yeah, what was funny about that is uh, we were uh, talking about that. We were watching a movie, and then there's that one scene where we think think he might have been killed based on the editing, and Alicia's like, oh. Well, he didn't last long in this movie. <laughs> yeah. I know. I was like, oh, I was looking forward to seeing him acting in something else besides Game of Thrones. And I was like, oh, well, okay. Yeah, that's the end of him. Yeah. yeah. But, but it wasn't. But it but wasn't. Yeah. I was going to say, uh, uh, there will be spoilers. It's been out since, what, 19... Uh, yeah, it's 2001. Been 2001. 2001. Two. Two. 2002. I was, like, not that close with, uh, <laughs> yeah. with my dates. So, Kevin, also, this, you know, this happened one other time that shows the kind of weird uh, longevity of this because you have, you know, Ray Stevens, um, not Ray Stevens, uh, the guy who plays Alfred there, but Kevin McKidd uh, was also in Rome, uh, which was a pretty big HBO hit okay. uh, for Game of Thrones. Um, yeah. uh, and he played uh, Lucius. Um, he does a lot of voice work too. My favorite Kevin McKidd role outside of Dog Soldiers, which I highly uh, recommend. I always say it incorrectly. Um, it's uh, called Baruku, which is uh, kind of a Frank Miller inspired like digital world. Uh, okay. That's a mix of like uh, a particular. Uh, the whole set design is a, a particular kind of uh, uh, sort of world building origami. Um, hmm. And uh, it's got a great cast. Uh, Josh Hartnett is in it as well. Um, but mainly what? the kind of, yeah, uh, and uh, Woody Harrelson and um, Demi Moore. What was the name uh, of it again? Baruku. Is it the Baruku. one? It looks, I found one that he's in called, uh, it's spelled B-U-N-R-A-K-U. Bun- yeah, it looks Bun- like Roku? it would be Bun- Bunraku. It's, yeah. It looks like it would be spelled, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he. Um, yeah, Josh it's, Hartnett, it's, Demi Moore. Mm-hmm. It's not as good as the cast or the setup will have, <laughs> yet, but um, it definitely has some. Um, it's definitely I, I love it, but 
it, it's like kind of all much in the same way Sin City is. It's sort of all kind of like geared towards my like uh, sort of, uh, you know, men's adventure, testosterone uh, <laughs> okay. driven like uh, sort of stuff uh, even brought over more so by the unseen narrator of the film is Mike Patton from Faith No More. Huh. I might have to check it out. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a good one. Now, I, Kevin, I wanted uh, oh, go Kevin McKidd to be Bullseye in Daredevil, like after I saw that. Oh, okay. Ah. <laughs> um, now, Kevin McKidd, I, you know, I knew visually looking at him, I knew it wasn't uh, uh, Christopher Eccleston. Uh, right. Uh, Doctor Who uh, season, yeah, when they returned. I forget yeah. if it was season one. Season nine. one, right? Or uh, season, well, yeah. Of the reboot, fake, yeah. The reboot, yeah, yeah, yeah fake like, season one. But his yeah. voice, and I know it with the Scottish accent, but it really, there was times uh, when he was talking, like, that sounds just like. Yeah. And I had to keep looking at, at uh, the character, like, no, that's definitely not Eccleston, but but it sure as hell sounds like mm-hmm. him. Yeah. Sure. I think he's a little less dopey looking. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think Eccleston's a little more, uh, uh, I feel like, every man looking. Like, Kevin McKidd is. Uh, I, I, I'm surprised he didn't do more because I feel like he's the right, he's got that kind of leading action hero good right. looks, but he's also yeah. like, you know, not so handsome that he couldn't, you know, be a cop in something. Or yeah. Right. Somebody's dad down the line or whatever, you know? Yeah, I'm looking at his um, headshot here on IMDb and he's a, he's a, he's handsome, a handsome fella. Yeah. You got a little bro crush going on there? <laughs> no, I reserve that for uh, Paul Rudd. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. Paul Rudd. Yeah. <laughs> Aim low. You'll never be disappointed. Oh, wow. Sorry, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know, yeah, because your bro crush is yeah. Scott At- Atkins. Atkinson. Atkins. Yo, no, I love him, too, but nobody beats the gauze. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I do love Scott Atkins, though. Scott Atkins, uh, if they made a Dog Soldiers sequel, that he sh- he's, he's our man. That's who should be in it. Now, did you see uh, Scott Atkins' his, uh, new movie? Now, it might not be um, due, but it was new to... We either watched on Amazon or Netflix it, literally just last week. Yeah. I found he, it. He, he's in about 11 new movies a month. Oh, and, oh. and, and funny, because yeah. the title, I think it was called uh, Dogs of War? Yeah, I did War see that, Dog? that came up. Yeah, hmm. yeah. I don't think I've seen that one. Yeah, it, it, it's just funny how the name is, is similar. But, uh, oh, it's just he's... Like uh, I forget what time period it is, but he's over like in the Philippines, and he kicks ass. That's what that's what he does. Every movie yeah. involves <laughs> oh. a very easy setup just to get him to start kicking people's asses. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I couldn't remember which movie this was with his shirt off. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Perfect. I get it now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I I enjoyed it. Oh, I forget what was the name of it. It's not that important. If I find it through the conversation, I'll let everybody know. But I enjoyed it. it was a, reminded me of those. Uh, uh, oh, those ones from the 80s and early 90s. Oh, the Jean-Claude Van Damme movies. Where oh, it was just, okay. Yeah. It was just ass-kicking. Yeah. Just a quick setup. But they were horrible and then he otherwise. To... Name one bad uh, Van Damme movie. All of All them. them. No, that's no. not a movie title. What are you talking about? No. That's crazy let's go through. Let's go through the hits. Bloodsport. Sucked. Awesome. Bloodsport. Bloodsport changed my life. <laughs> I, wanted to, really? I wanted to go to the uh, Kumite. No, I was... <laughs> But sports yeah. an amazing movie. It's great. I was, yeah. I'm, see, I, I must have been a big uh, Schwarzenegger fan over Van Dam. Van Dam, because I just I didn't like any of his movies. Oh, I've I've seen a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Just didn't care for him. 
Um, we just watched yeah. Time Cop the other the other day. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not that doesn't really hold up that no. well. Not. No. I mean, he's got he's got a nice haircut, but <laughs> the, it's just not blood sport. But oh, kickboxer, like, kick no like at all. Like, no, time, I, I don't like, even like, under- even for a time travel movie, the timeline like. Yeah, it's it's probably one of the worst uh, time travel movies because it's yeah. a, n- none of it. It doesn't make sense. No, like well, at least Doctor Who in the box, John I, I could get behind that. But they start off in a in a in a, a like a little rocket ship. Yeah, yeah. and then they just walk woo, into the. I, I don't understand. Yeah, it was confusing. Here, what but... about Kickboxer? Nope. Kickboxer is a great nope. movie. It's I, another. I He's didn't care and for train. any of his movies. <laughs> wow. Universal Soldier. Oh, you know yeah. what's interesting about uh, Scotty Axe is for some weird reason, uh, he is in a lot of the like, like long time coming sequels to his, to uh, Van Damme's films. Uh, oh, yeah. Like <laughs> he was in Hard Target 2, which was one of my favorite films from last year. Um, and he was also in There Were Two incredible one was way better than the other but two awesome uh universal soldier uh sequels uh, i thought that they were like reimaginings until you found out who the bad guys was and there was an amazing payoff but uh he was in universal soldier uh day of reckoning um i didn't see that one that's a great the only thing great about Universal Soldier was Dolph Lundgren. Come on, <laughs> he's, he's, in this, he's in this too. He's in, oh, he he's is in, in the sequels. Yeah, like okay. he he. There, everybody, almost everybody who was ever in one of these is in uh, these. Uh, I don't. I think. I think the uh, the lesser of the two modern sequels, I think, is called Universal Soldier Regenesis, and oh, then or maybe that's a <laughs> Return <laughs> of the Living Dead sequel. Maybe I'm getting messed up. <laughs> <laughs> The uh, Scott Atkins movie is Savage Dog. Oh, nice. Which yeah. brings us back to Dog Soldiers. Yes. Yeah, no one in Dog Soldiers is as handsome as Scott Atkins. That's just worth saying. <laughs> you know, uh, and, you know, there's this uh, part where the uh, soldiers are, they're chilling at night. They got their fire going and then starting to tell some stories to each other. You know, little mm-hmm. fun, little ditties. Um, <laughs> And out of nowhere, a the cow, cow. <laughs> yeah. just lands right in front of their fire pit. You uh, almost threw your beer. I did. Because <laughs> it was totally unexpected. It now, great me. jump scare. Yeah. Yeah, it was completely unexpected because the guy was right in the middle of like kind of a two guys walking to the bar kind of joke. Right. Yeah. And then, bam, there's this cow. And then we never hear about the cow again. Were they the yeah. most relaxed soldiers I about know. the cow? Yeah. I was right. like, are oh, you guys don't even worry real- about it? <laughs> Listen, I didn't realize so, that. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 no. So, well, I'm very sensitive about this because Patsy, <laughs> the irritating nerd, <laughs> almost like uh, <laughs> destroyed one of my podcasts, like on the second episode, because we reviewed Dog Soldier. Uh-oh. And like literally all he did was talk about this effing cow for 90 minutes <laughs> like I'm, I'm sure you'll be shocked to know we made the worst cow puns ever and like jokes and everything else like in my take on it was was not necessarily that they weren't nervous but it was kind of like this was like an extreme and this was much weirder but these were like sas guys i think and like this is kind of what they like if they fell apart like because mm-hmm. of anything happening like, I, they would be blind there their training a little bit. Now, I, I don't think like they were. Extreme. I think the. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just gonna circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The main characters, they were just standard soldiers because several times they mentioned they're going up against special forces, and that would be the SAS. Yeah, that's right. He failed to get into the SAS. Yeah. yeah. Right. Because they wouldn't shoot a dog. Yeah. Oh, what the hell? But, I mean, these guys are, like, very, you know, you know, if, if even one of them is close to being there, you know, they're probably like a, uh, you know, a quasi elite fighting force. I don't, I don't think so, think because that, the one the one characters is only worried about going home and watching the footy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I, I think that was more of like a character quirk thing than like maybe. A, I mean, like yeah. he, he it's it's hard. Like, it's a weird thing because it's much like the same with like when people say that the space Marines and aliens weren't very good. But I mean, they they never had to fight. Uh, yeah, aliens. Th- that before, you know what I mean. Like, but no so one's ever had to fight a flying I, I cow think, either. Uh, maybe no, not. Sure. <laughs> maybe not like um, the SAS, but they're definitely like uh, uh, top of their class. Let's say because there is yeah. a scene that we'll get to. But there's a scene where a guy he was whooping uh, the shit out of a werewolf bare yeah. knuckle. Spoon. So, uh, right. so I they definitely were badasses. But maybe such they could be such badasses that well, the one guy did reference that he shat his pants. Yeah. When, when yeah, the cow that, hit. That's true. Uh, <laughs> but they 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 chilled out, and then the next morning they their theory was it it ran off a cl- the cliff above them, right? Right. right. Yep. right. Yep. I know. I was so confused about that because I was like, it looks like it was thrown at them, but why aren't they getting up trying to look to see like where it was coming from? I was confused. Uh, rational. About that. Yeah, they weren't thinking of uh, about monsters. Right. No. They're they're, yeah. they're very rational. They if if it bleeds, they well, can kill it. Yeah. If anyone was fucking with them too, it was probably other soldiers. They probably yeah. fucked. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's true. Out there. And they're there. They don't know why they're out there. And oh yeah, I think they even they referenced the that they don't know what the the training exercise is. So it right. could have been they just, just has to have to reach a destination. Yeah. and yeah. that right. was really it. Now right. they uh, anyway. We got the next day. Uh, we finally do get some werewolves, and I was a little concerned at first with the quick edits yeah. and not showing much of the werewolf. I'm like, oh, at the beginning, how yes. shitty are the uh, werewolf outfits? Yep. But uh, uh, over uh, little by little, they start giving us like uh, a little more wider shots of the mm-hmm. of the werewolves, and we got some full on and uh, I mean full on werewolf <laughs> shots. <laughs> uh, I really love when the carnage start happening, uh, and then even getting to see the werewolves uh, being like uh, practical costumes. Yeah, yeah. they like, look fantastic. Because uh, in 2002, yeah. I don't think a CG werewolf would. Oh my god! Bad, it would have right? looked really bad. I I did read something that um, there was very little CGI that was used in the movie, and it was because the people that were involved in the filming believed that uh, it was being overused at that time. So at that time too. yeah, they wanted to uh, 
I think they focused on special 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 effects um, so that they would have a better story so people wouldn't come out of the story. Did they say what was CGI? Uh, no, I didn't see anything. About I don't remember what was CGI. It might have been like maybe some of the blood. Maybe they fattened I don't know. up some blood yeah. or maybe color corrected something, yeah. some simple stuff. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, because I the, mean, really, most of it looks all like practical effects. I know. The werewolves were animatronics and bodysuits with stilts. Mm-hmm. I d- so, the stilts were definitely evident in a couple yes. shots. Oh yeah, which I wasn't. I was like, I don't know if I like that, but I, I kinda, liked it. It you was, know? It was like, new to me. Like I'd never seen anything like that, so I was like, I like this. But. Now, did you guys, uh, well, I mean, you guys have seen it a whole bunch of times. This was the first time for us, and we, unfortunately, not unfortunately, I don't know why I was going to use that word, but we, as we were watching the movie, we were like, I don't trust this girl. Yeah. Because <laughs> when the soldiers, they have to get attacked, they're, they're get, trying to get away from the werewolf pack, uh, and they see a car come, and they get down, and this girl picks them up, and I thought she said something like, I've been looking for you. Yeah. Yeah, because she heard shots the night before, so automatically she's going to be roaming the countryside right. looking for yes. people running around. Yeah, but werewolf attacks the the the, the vehicle. They they get to this little cottage out in the middle of the woods and they get safe. But the whole time, I'm like, I don't try. I yeah. don't trust her. No, uh, she even mentioned something about uh, the nearest place is like four hours away, and I was like, I'm sorry, I've been to Scotland. It does not take you four hours to get across the country. Like it's only like a couple hours long. You know what I mean? So I was like, no, I don't trust that. She's lying. Yeah. <laughs> well, wouldn't the soldiers kind of have a clue where they're at? You they would, would know, like, you no, the next town's so. over here. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe they aren't next special town's 20 forces clicks. or that yeah. great of soldiers after all. <laughs> uh, they turned out to be great soldiers. Yes. A couple of them did. Some of them were Man, you just, idiots. You just don't think these guys were good soldiers. <laughs> Jeff's, got, Jeff's he's doing he's giving us the Patsy the Angry Nerd stuff oh, right boy. now. The only thing that kind of proves to me they weren't good soldiers mm-hmm. towards the beginning of the movie. Okay, we're what do you say? Fifty clicks behind enemy lines. We gotta go through this whole scenario, training scenario like real soldiers. And you see them walking along the one spot, one spot, and they're all out in the middle of, in the open whistling. Oh yeah, come I didn't on. like that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, come on. It was for the movie. I mean, <laughs> come on. Yeah, I don't then they're think not they're really afraid though. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, well, that's true, true too. Yeah, train like, exercise. I... They're pretty casual. They probably yeah. also knew that. Ah, eh, we're supposed to lose, probably. Right. But yeah. You know. Yeah. But yeah, I guess if they know it's a training ex- exercise, they're gonna not be up to top form. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, uh, and not for nothing. Like I feel like the quicker they lose, uh, the quicker they <laughs> can go home and see the football game. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because that's that one guy definitely wanted to get home to. The, for yeah. the oh, that's all he cared about. I know. <laughs> uh, I believe his name was Sergeant Bruce Campbell. But at the end. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. At the end, I, they had the little newspaper clipping, but it was like England six, Germany one. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> and they whooped their asses. Um. I'm, Go ahead. This reminded me of, and uh, I don't know if uh, I don't know if you're a fan, Sheetsy. I know you're a comic fan, but I don't know if anybody else is. This reminded me of the early work of of Garth Ennis, um, like just that sort of like, um, just uh, kind of hyper real, but like cheeky and over the top, like uh, fighting Irish, like. Uh, grandiose kind of storytelling like you know with elements of like almost like western or 
uh, Kurosawa like characters who um, are a little braver than they ought to be, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and a little better than they ought to be when it comes, you know, when the rubber hits the road for the action, um, you know, and plus the over the abundance of gore. And but if you've ever read any, especially even even though this was a little later on, his take on Punisher, um, or especially uh, Preacher, which is maybe I mean everybody always points to Sandman as being the great contemporary. Um, uh, comic uh, literature, but I think his his run, uh, the entire Preacher series, is probably. Uh, I hope you're not talking about the TV good. series. No, the comic. I've, never, <laughs> I've only I've only ever seen an episode or two of the TV series. So okay, I can't, I can't really judge it too much. Um, yeah, Chris and I tried to watch it, and I think we got in like eight or nine episodes and gave up. It was. Really? Did you read the uh, the comic? No, but no, I've heard com- it's the, very good. It's a it's it's a. It, in my opinion, a certified masterpiece. Really? Uh, yeah, it's it's incredible. It's probably, I would say it's it's my favorite comic thing that wasn't written by Frank Miller, because <laughs> um, he he pretty much has uh, he's he's pretty much set all my young sensibilities in the wrong uh, direction early on. But uh, you know, even like you know, it's it's comparable to anything in my opinion that Morrison or Moore or any other people who are considered the great contemporary comic writers. Um, have ever written, but it's, it's more, what's fun about him, what's fun about Morrison, uh, above and beyond any of these other guys is that he's more fun and it's more cinematic. Like he's kind of a frustrated film director. So he's not like kind of dwelling in like comic mythology. Like a lot of those guys did, like it's more accessible to like everyone because he's just telling the best bloodiest, most offensive story. he can. So. <laughs> you know, so, I mean, it, this is, a good good take on it like not that he wrote this or had anything to do with it but if i was going you know if you like this there's a pretty good chance that you'll like garth ennis's stuff because it's kind of what he does okay yeah now when they um got to the house yeah you know this was my favorite part it it had elements of comedy Mm -hmm. uh yeah these guys uh some of them were definitely better than you thought they would be Mm um and i just like uh, i you know, what I didn't understand, though, was they were f- kept fortifying the house and getting it ready, but there was a lot of scenes where they would turn their back to the window. I know. That right. was, and I was like, I, what? Unless I was, because I was waiting for that. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. A jump scare. Right. Um, it would never really come from the from the window where you expect to wear with the buster and grab them. Mm-hmm. No. But I couldn't understand why they uh, did that. I know. I feel like that's like <laughs> the number set, one rule. Setting the audience up. Yeah. You know, making us Possibly. think like, oh, in every Something's horror movie. and it doesn't. Yeah. 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 I mean, an important thing to remember is unlike Predator, um, you know, these guys weren't weren't soldiers. And like Neil Marshall, all, all the bit of soldiery knowledge that he had kind of came from movies, you know, which mm-hmm. are, uh, you know, full of, you know, like uh, I, I once saw the thing once if you were going to pay attention to the amount of times that uh, that John Wayne could have got shot in a movie. Uh, <laughs> like shooting a gun, you would have had like probably a thousand times, but then you have to add the times that while there's a full out war going on, he's just standing there upright to 
you know, chewing on a cigar and saying some asinine lines <laughs> while full out cannon fire is going on all around him or whatever. You know, so it's it's I mean, it's it's a little different. You get po- spoiled from Predator and even um, Aliens where the people, you know, did get uh, have the benefit of some military training to kind of get them into where they where they acted in like a, like real life soldiers to a degree. You know, uh, but like in this, you know, like uh, I, I think that, you know, a lot of their soldiering, especially like the whistling is a perfectly good point out. Doesn't maybe hold water, but I don't know. Yeah. They, well, they, you they, know, and I never uh, looked at it too much deep, like, you know, oh, they're not acting like soldiers or this isn't as uh, the quality of soldiering from this movie. Uh, it was just those funny little things stood out. But I also felt the movie was a bit tongue in cheek. Oh, uh, absolutely. Like, even when they were trying to board stuff up, and the one werewolf's hand came through, and the guy with started. Spoon. Yeah, he started hitting it really fast with the hammer, and, yes. we, and, we, and we cracked up. Yeah. So I, I felt the movie is supposed to be, like, uh, you know, uh, super action and super fun uh, yeah. with the this horror uh, uh, monster element. Yeah. And yeah, they didn't. I don't think they made it to be a real serious horror no. movie. No. The comedy aspects are there, and you can tell. Even, it, it, yeah. it, it just improves the movie. Even like right. Spoon, uh, he was—he's my favorite character yeah. in the whole movie. He's yeah, he great. definitely—he lived for this. He wanted to have this battle right. uh, so much. Like they come up with an idea to go in the barn and get this car again. This is another scene. I'm like, I don't trust this girl. Why is she saying? <laughs> oh, I keep a uh, spare truck in the shed. But I was like, wait, didn't she say that this her her neighbor. cottage is yeah. yeah is down the road? Yeah. Well, yeah. no, it was uh, a family's truck. Yeah, it kept in the bar. Uh, well, she, she was trying said, to act like this she said, wasn't her house I at first, right? My... Oh, did she say? Yeah, my? she said. Yeah, she said I keep a car here in the barn. Oh, and that's why I, I was really confused that. because I was like, I she said she this. Up. You think? Oh. Uh, I, think it was, I think it was a tell because okay, ah. she did. She did. She was affiliated with them, uh, oh. with the people who live there. Yeah, definitely. It definitely huh. made me go. Uh, okay, hang on. I definitely don't trust this chick. But uh, <laughs> you know, we've seen how fast and vicious the werewolves are. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yet Spoon ran out there with a flare to to distract the werewolves. I'm like, dude, they are they're faster. I yeah. Know. Again, it still leads to a fun scene. Him trying to yeah get back in the house. We off need the something rope. fast yeah. and loud. Everyone looks right to Spoon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. But one thing that I think Neil Marshall is good at is um, there's one of his stories that movies I haven't seen all the way. And now he's kind of moved into television. Uh, he's, he made a bunch of Game of Thrones uh, mm. episodes and um, Westworld and a whole bunch of other stuff. Um, but uh, he made a movie called Centaurian, which I haven't seen all the way through yet. Um, but he also made a movie uh, called Doomsday which is kind of a escape from New York knockoff with a female protagonist. Oh, and, I've seen uh, that. That's a pretty good movie. Yeah, and and he's real good at like like I remember getting home from Doomsday after loving it and then having like an instance of like there was like a community of people in it and I was like, "Geez, I guess I don't really understand why they why they live that way." You know, but yeah. like what mm-hmm. is what his main skill is is like keeping his foot on the uh, metaphoric accelerator long enough that you don't think about those things till after you, uh, you know, like in, in one, and I feel like when you do pick up on a mistake, um, a, a, as just like a casual watch sort of thing, I think he's, 
I think he's t- I think he's tipping his hat to you. I think I think it's a clue more than a like because I had always felt like she messed up and said that. You know, said that there's a you know because even if she, even if she didn't say exactly I keep a car, the fact that she knew, right? You yeah, know what I mean like, so like was kind of like a like a tell if you were you know yeah. not having werewolves about to eat you and weren't fighting for your life. Right. Now I was right. gonna say like one of my favorite moments. Uh, now again, it's unrealistic because it's werewolves, but when uh, Spoon goes. Uh, Toe to toe with uh, with uh, the werewolf, and he's <laughs> oh, boxing. Great. He's boxing the shit out of this uh-huh. werewolf. Yeah. I mean, he's holding his own. He even knocked a tooth out. Oh yeah. But I was like, well, earlier these guys, you know, were wicked fast. You mm-hmm. know, one slice. I'm like, not practical, but I enjoyed it. I actually was hoping he was gonna win. Right. Yeah. I think it was the werewolf. Just kind of come on, let's see what you got. Right. Type okay. Of deal. Because I was like, this would be awesome if he wins. Yeah, I know. he gets a frying pan <laughs> over top and starts bashing his head in. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, that was a great scene. Again, I, it, it, I stick to the point that uh, lots of fun action. Yep. Not take it too seriously. Uh, uh, you know, we're having a good time here, so you mm-hmm. should too. And I, that scene, I think I was laughing and, and mm-hmm. kind of, you know, cheering inside. It wasn't like it was just listening out the house. It's not yeah. like I'm going to be clapping and jumping. <laughs> up. Uh, but I was, but I was like, I, lo- I love this scene. Yeah, it was. I don't know. I mean, what else can you say? Like I said, not too many horror action movies out there, and this is definitely yeah. one of the better ones. The practical effects are really good. Mm-hmm. It's got a good cut of humor to it, so it's not... They're not t- trying to take it real seriously. They, you can tell they're having a little bit of fun with it, too. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad this was... Uh, I'm glad I finally got to see this movie, I'll tell you the truth. Now, before we get to our final thoughts on this, though, why don't we take a quick break, and we'll come right back. Right. Sounds good. Trick or Treat Radio is a phantasmagorical spin kick straight through the heart of pop culture, navigated by the Deadites. We are the world's greatest electroshock band, we destroy monsters, we drink booze, and we win championship belts. If you're not listening to Trick or Treat Radio, here's a taste of what you've been missing. There's three guarantees in life, what are they? Death, taxes, and Trick or Treat Radio every Friday morning. This is one of the most convoluted movies I've ever seen in my life. I'm fucking trying, man. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, yeah. It's like you took a shit on a pile of shit. But you shit on him right. for liking what he likes. Yeah, well, it's my job. This podcast is now banned in Germany. <laughs> it's me, Giovanni Lombardo Radici. Shut up. I call bullshit. I demand someone to bring me the face of Lindsay Lohan. If I had genitals, I would definitely bang her. Oh, wait. Is she a great big fan person? You just hit the jackpot. This is a weird movie, huh? It had action. It had suspense. It had great characters. It had great acting. I'm going to strangle you with my jockey shorts. I don't like mobster movies. All right, well, here's my take. You're a sick fuck. Thank you. Now shut the fuck up and let me talk. Have you ever seen 2001? The box, right? The box and the monkey. Available on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and trickortreatradio.com. Hello. This is the Sasquatch, a.k.a. Bigfoot, but you can just call me Frank. And when I'm not stomping around the woods throwing rocks at hunters, I like to listen to the Paranormal Punchers podcast. That's right, Paranormal Punchers. They talk about all things paranormal, and they're hilarious. Go find them on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and ParanormalPunchers.com. Welcome back. All right, so, Dog Soldiers. 
Um, I'm going to just say that I loved it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if I would have to rate it, because uh, sometimes people want to know, mm-hmm. like, what would you give it? What would score? Uh, I'd definitely go on like an 8 out of 10. That's where I was going for to. Pure, uh, pure entertainment. You know, when Lish and I were watching it, uh, we were laughing. Mm-hmm. Um, even with the cow, we were we were looking at each other like, you know, what the f. <laughs> uh, and we had a we had a good time from start to finish. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like even there were some scenes where they were fighting the werewolves. We were getting into it, and even like, oh man, they should do this. You should board this up. You know, get yeah. pick that hammer up. Um, so for making me get into it. Lucky Land Casino asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But for an hour and a half and just have a blast. Oh, yeah. It was perfect. Yeah. I have the same thoughts. I thought it was a great movie. Uh, the only flaw I would have is like... Um, so, like, when I went to Scotland years ago, um, I had a really hard time understanding people from Glasgow. <laughs> uh, the Glaswegians, they have almost a different dialect. Um, so, like, they would tell me how much uh, this candy bar cost, and I would just hand out my hand with money in it. <laughs> And I'd be like, just take whatever, because I have no idea what you just said. <laughs> so, like, there were a couple. There were a couple of the actors. You definitely paid. Oh yeah, much. three times oh, yeah. the price yeah. of that candy definitely. <laughs> but there. Oh, this were, must be a tip. <laughs> <laughs> right. There were definitely a couple actors where I, I feel like I even said to you, Mark, I was like, "What did he say?" Because I didn't quite catch everything. I didn't quite understand. And I, I almost because a lot of these actors were Scottish, except for Liam. He's Irish, but. Uh, I feel like a couple of the actors, I was like, I'm not really sure what they're saying. But that's literally probably my only flaw with the mm. movie, and that's it. And it was just because I didn't understand what they were saying. Yeah. But and even though it's uh, set in Scotland and everything, it wasn't filmed in Scotland? No, it was filmed it's, in uh, Luxembourg. What was it? The the intro helicopter scene was the only shot that was actually yeah, in Scotland. Yeah, because I was like, oh, it looks like Scotland. Yeah, as long as the establishing shot lets you know where you're at. <laughs> yeah. The woods else, are the woods, yeah. Everything else was... Uh, in Glasgow, and where else did they film? I had it in my notes somewhere. Man, Glasgow's not even the Highlands. But no. Oh, in Luxembourg. Yeah, Luxembourg. Yeah, a little bit. So. Yeah. Would you? What would you give it, Jeff? Especially since this is like multiple viewings for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen this movie a dozen times at okay. least. Well. It's my one of my son's favorite movies. Definite eight out of ten. Right on the nine out of ten. Okay, you're close. Um, it is probably the best werewolf movie. Okay, interesting. I mean, 
there's other good ones. American Werewolf in London, everyone says, is just the greatest because the cr- practical effects in it are fantastic. Mm-hmm. But just as an all-around movie, Dog Soldiers is better. Yeah, what would you say, Chris? It was a very excellent movie. <laughs> <laughs> excellent, excellent uh, critique. Uh, Dynamo, uh, what's your uh, final thoughts on this badass movie? Ah, it stinks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, thanks for picking it for us. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I love it. Uh, I, I, I never get sick of watching it, and um, though it is seldom on, unless by you know by my machinations, um, if it, if I do stumble across it, um, it's what I'm doing yeah. for the remainder of the running time of the film. Um, I really love it. Like I said, it, it speaks to. One thing we talked about a little bit when we talked about Predator is that um, maybe that some of that machismo doesn't play as well, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe more enlightened time. So it might have been like kind of the last bastion of, uh, you know, like one of those real uh, great, you know, action films that weren't, you know, uh, not hampered by like a million rewrites to make sure that. You know, they didn't do anything to offend a certain audience or upset anything. They just went out and they did it. They <laughs> used coarse. They used coarse language, most of which we probably didn't understand. They, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. They used, they used uh, sports rhetoric that clearly wasn't for us, and they just <laughs> fucking went out and did it. And uh, it's it's great. It's a. Uh, I, I I still can't believe that. For me, this is like neck and neck with some other things I love, like. Uh, you know, Evil Dead 2 and Shaun of the Dead and um, and things like that. And uh, it still baffles me that this movie never found an audience because I feel like it's um, it's it's right and ready for for its cult, deserving yeah. cult following. Yeah. You know, we'd never even, Mark and I had never even heard of this movie. So like. It's outrageous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It a real, adver- the advertisement wasn't heavy. Um, I was looking online and it didn't, According to what I read, it didn't even get a theatrical release in the U.S. No, it went, it went uh, to, sci-fi. to Sci-Fi Channel. Yeah. yeah, Sci-Fi bought it. I ah. knew about it because I read Fangoria and Rue Morgue okay. uh, religiously. Okay. So, um, you know, that was a big... So when I saw it on Sci-Fi originally, I was completely underwhelmed. And then I, I saw it... I used to work next to a Circuit City... Um, so I'd spend all my money there. There's a blast from the past. Yeah. And I went in and they had, uh, you know, it was just a cheap DVD. It was like, you know, eight or $9 or whatever. So I picked it up and, uh, I loved it. I, I just fell in love with it. I, I so fell in love with it that after we had played a dead night show till one thirty in the morning, packed up and got out of there at three, mm-hmm. I made tiny come over and watch it. Wow that week and he loved it too but like I, I you know i really felt adamant that his life was uh in some state of incomplete without um have seen this film so, <laughs> you know that's yeah, that, I, that's interesting that uh, sci-fi uh, picked it up because you know you know i i equate sci-fi uh, movies to crappy yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, but a lot of times but in, in a fun way but they're usually not great uh yeah. So I well, wonder if I never gave this movie. If, I wonder if I did hear about this and just kind of brush it off. Ah, sci-fi yeah, original. It's right. gonna suck. What? Well, but it, it was what, it's not, sci-fi with sci-fi. I think. Yeah. yeah, and it's not really a sci-fi original no, because it's not. since it was yeah. made in uh, 
It was a German company, or no, I'm, not, I'm sorry, not, a Scottish company. Okay. Um, but yeah, they they filmed it in Luxembourg, so I feel like they were. It was like in a uh, British. Maybe it was a British Release. film company. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I'm they, looking at the numbers. It's Dynamo. Uh, what are you doing on your mic? I know. Uh, something, there's something I'm crunchy. Still, nope. Uh, I'm not, oh, I'm there's just, stuff. I'm literally sitting in a. Uh, could it be this chair? I a wonder? beanbag chair? Yeah, you got some. Is it the <laughs> chair? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm literally sitting just in a chair, rocking back and forth. Oh, maybe it's the rocking. Yeah, don't rock. Yeah, stop for a second. <laughs> All right. I'm sitting on a table now. Let me know if that's better. It's also possible. These are cheap headphones. So it's also oh. Possible. Oh, okay. it could, yeah, it could be a little static interference. Yeah, just crack. I wasn't sure if, uh, like I said, is like. Is, are you there rolling up balloon animals? I just hear all right. this like squeaky stuff, <laughs> <laughs> making like balloon I, werewolves. <laughs> oh, I wonder if you know what? I wonder if it was uh, my girlfriend is walking around. You might have heard her, and I wouldn't have heard her unless I saw her. <clears throat> you turned into a werewolf. A, <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I, I am turned into a werewolf. <laughs> um, yeah, so maybe you heard her uh, knocking around. Now. Um, you know, uh, before we uh, started recording this episode, we just got into a quick discussion uh, of uh, werewolf movies, mm-hmm. um, and I told everybody to shut up. Like, let's talk about it in the air. Like, yeah. kind of, uh, you know, our favorite werewolf movies, some uh, werewolf movies uh, people should check out that might not yeah. have checked it out. Because, again, here's one that's been out uh, since 2002, and we just watched it tonight. I know. Um, now, I have on my list, not even, it's not a list, it's in my head. But we were talking about the classic. Jeff, you brought it up. American Werewolf in London. Mm-hmm. Yep. That was probably one of my first werewolf movies that wasn't Abbott and Costello meet the Wolfman. <laughs> or the original uh, Wolfman with uh, right. uh, Lon, Lon Chaney. Yeah. Junior. Junior. Uh, so that was like my first like badass werewolf movie. Right. Yeah. Uh, and it definitely it's one I can't believe I haven't made you watch, Alicia. I know. I haven't seen it. I th- I think I've seen like bits and pieces of it, but I've never actually seen the whole movie. But yeah, it's worth checking out. It's yeah. a great movie. Now, Dynamo, what about? Is there any werewolf movies that you love that's not American Werewolf in London that we might I not have heard love of? The Wolfman, uh, the original, the Universal. Yeah, I, I I think that there's just like it, what I love about the Wolfman is like unlike a lot of that stuff that had mythology to kind of you know, glob off of and unpack, um, most of the werewolf mythology that we know about, um, is because of the wolf man, like it's because of that particular film, silver okay. bullets and, uh, the yeah. moon and yada, yada. Yeah. I remember seeing that uh, with my uncle, like when I was very young. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, doesn't the one dude have a cane with a silver tip and he uses that to beat a werewolf? Yep. Yeah. 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 Okay. okay. So that's a good. That's definitely a good one. Um, Did you see the uh, the recent Wolf? I think it was called the Wolf Man with Benicio del Toro. And wasn't Jack Nicholson in it too? He was. Was, was that he? just Wolf? Well, he was that in was one. Wolf. wolf. That's yeah. right. Okay. That was horrible. I didn't care for that one. No. <laughs> well, the one with Benicio was awful too. But I yeah. think I fell asleep and never finished that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, another one to check out. That's not. Not too bad. It was um, uh, Stephen King's Silver Bullet. Oh. Based oh, yeah. Of, yeah, absolutely. Have you seen that one? Yes. I haven't seen Not that Not too one. bad. Um, it's a little different. Corey Feldman? Yes. Yep. 
Yeah, uh, I love Corey. I, yeah. Not quite as much as Dog Soldiers, but no. it's probably a close second for me as far as werewolf hmm. films go. Okay. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, who was uh, his uncle that built him the silver bullet chair? Uh, was that Gary uh, Busey? Gary Busey, yes. Oh, <laughs> that's right. Yes, it was. Wow. Yeah, that. Oh, honey, have you seen uh, Silver Bullet? No. I'm doing a terrible yeah. job. I know. Uh, yeah. Showing these movies to you. Man. Yeah, yeah divorced. You should, yeah. <laughs> you should watch that one. That one was pretty okay. good. Now, um, let's see. Uh, Ginger Snaps. I haven't seen that, seen that one either. Fantastic oh. movie. Yeah, I like it. I haven't seen it for Great a long cast. time, but yeah, I feel like it was uh, it was it was different, different take mm-hmm. on the werewolves for sure. Yeah, the sequels were was it one or two sequels? I don't remember. The sequels were okay, but the first one was really good. Okay. Now I you, didn't see that. No. Wasn't the third one like in the past? Like, like yeah, it was kind of like an origins type deal, okay. but it wasn't very good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What would you consider like the worst werewolf movie you've ever watched? Um, um, and again, not not trying to crap on the movie, but what was one that just was not? Gene Wolf. I was thinking oh, whoa, that too. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's hold up a second. <laughs> Wait, did you say as Teen Wolf two, or were you busting on Teen Wolf with Teen Michael Wolf. J. Yeah. with my boy Michael J. Teen oh, Wolf on. is amazing. That's just crazy talk. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Teen Wolf. You watch it once. Okay, that's it. Is what it is. It's mm-hmm. if you try and watch it again. Then you start to realize what a piece of shit. No, no, no. It's, I it's it 80s. Mo- it often. Yeah. <laughs> Teen Wolf is a great movie. It's definitely a product of the 80s, but. Oh, absolutely. It, I feel like it's. Uh, when you watch, it's really wonderful to be in the 80s with this kooky premise that everybody <laughs> in town would accept Michael J on the basketball yeah. team. Oh, he's a, as a werewolf. werewolf. As a werewolf. <laughs> like, well, you, should be, you should be terrified. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now, I was not a fan of the Teen Wolf 2 with uh, Justin uh, J- yeah, oh, Jason yeah. Bateman. Yeah. That was yeah. bad. Yeah. Um, have you it watched? It didn't have the-, the greatest line of all time in it. That's why. Hmm. Wait, what was what that? What are you looking at, dick nose? <laughs> <laughs> have you watched the new series, that Teen Wolf series that's on TV? No. It's no. like an MTV series, right? Yeah. I don't I think know. It is. I, I, I think it's from what good. I've s- I haven't watched it, but from, but from the reviews and stuff, it's not too good. No, uh-uh. I, it was, it's an MTV show. I just assumed to be is like a C- CW okay. uh, teen drama that was not <laughs> was not made for me. Right. Yeah. I feel like I I haven't seen a lot of these classic werewolf movies, but a lot of the new ones that I've seen, I feel like we're all kind of just like meh. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? Will tell you my favorite worst werewolf movie that I love even though I acknowledge it's terrible. <laughs> okay. The Howling 2 Your Sister is a Werewolf. <laughs> is that the title? Yes. Yes. Nuh-uh. Featuring Christopher Lee. Get out of um, here. And Sybil Danning uh, <laughs> who is most famous for some of her um, assets. Um, and uh, a plethora of other um Outrageous uh, B movie actors from yeah. the, that era in the era before. Wow, it yeah, really a, is. I just looked it up. It yeah, is the whole Halle two. You're si- that's the title. Yeah, yeah. The three point four on IMDb. Wow, that low. Twenty seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Hoo-hoo. No. The whole Howling saga is pretty bad. Yeah, I like. I mean, I think the first one is great, but um, the first one's that, yeah. It's the law of diminishing returns. I guess it's. I, I would say. Uh, with the exception of 
Um, and this is just a personal preference. Like, I feel like it took a long time for uh, some of the American, uh, a longer time for some of the more prominent American slasher horror films to like really fall off the bridge. But okay, um, the you know the Howling was a mess after. Uh, the Howling 2 was what every other like horror franchises like six installment was like it just didn't make any sense and it was ridiculous <laughs> and kind of funny and, you know that just went off the, the bridge I mean it took us nine episodes to put Jason in space so. <laughs> <laughs> now uh, my one of my favorite I know we were talking about this earlier Jeff I don't think you uh, appreciate as much as I do but I love Wolf Cop and I am yeah. super pumped for Wolf uh, or another Wolf Cop, right? I think yeah, it's called it another Wolf Cop. Yeah, I think that's I can't what wait. Yeah, I freaking absolutely. If you've not seen Wolf Cop, check it out. It is it's a horror <laughs> comedy, um, but it's it's hysterical. I'd love to ha- I'd love to talk to that director. <laughs> yeah, something about something in the water in that part of Canada like uh, makes a very particular sort of film making because that's also if i'm not mistaken uh, and i could be mistaken uh i'm no uh, michael raven shadow geography wise but um it's the same part of the world that um astron six comes from and the same part of the world that uh, hobo with a shotgun was constructed <laughs> nice yeah so there is something in the water over there that makes them uh, you know is is producing this very irreverent horror comedy that uh, is great now uh, just for reference here uh, Teen Wolf 2 7% on Rotten Tomato <laughs> that's bad yeah what's yeah. on MDB uh, 3.2 Ooh. yeah it's pretty bad um, Ro- am I the only one that Rotten Tomatoes makes me want to go in like a berserker rage yeah mm-hmm. yeah pretty much because yeah. Most of the reviewers on there, you don't, you've never heard of them before. Yeah, they have really weird tastes, and I'm just not. I don't put my uh, too much faith yeah. into them. Well, here, here's the problem with those arrogant review sites, right? Like, so you have the first review, which is critics reviewing. Now, for the first part, I'm not going to take my horror advice from Vanity Fair. Right? No. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not gonna. Like, I have, I have an incredible horror magazine room morgue. I have a plethora of horror podcasts. Uh, I, I have, you know, like all these other things to make my choice. Like I don't care what readers digest and vanity fair and us magazine and all these other movies are rating all these other like magazines that are not, they're not film magazines. They're like just little blurps, you know, that somebody, some friggin' intern had to write in the back of the book under a pseudonym of the, under the house right. pseudonym. Like, I don't care about that. So that goes into it. But even more outrageous, even what the number I'm even more incredulous is the civilian score. It's the same as Netflix. Do you care? Do you care what my Grammy thinks about a movie? (laughs) Right. Because she could write. I mean, it would. She's been dead for 20 years, so it'd be hard to do it now. But theoretically, she could review a film. It's out there. (laughs) <laughs> you know, somebody's dad that, you know, doesn't like the talkies can can review a film. Like, yeah. those sites drive me nuts, and now people are... I saw a lot of stuff with, like, Justice League with people, um, you know, like, 
being like, oh, we can't wait for the, the Rotten Tomatoes score to come live. Yeah, and they even, you, That's what you're waiting for? And they even released it, the Rotten Tomatoes score late for Justice League. I, I remember see, reading about something about that earlier this week or last week. Yeah, I don't put much stock in uh, review sites like that. I yeah. do... Uh, I will say there's times I check it out out of curiosity. Right. Like, hey, I, I was interested in this movie, heard about it, but I wonder, you know, what the response is. Because it yeah. could sometimes, I'd hate to, I hate to say this, but sometimes it could dictate if I wait for it to come on to VOD right. or go to theater and pay all that money. Uh, now the ones I'm usually hyped about, I don't, I, I shut it off. Yeah. I don't even, yeah. I don't even look at the internet. I don't care about the ratings. Yeah. But those ones I'm on the fence about, I'm always curious, like, well, what? You know, what's the consensus so far? Like, I thought uh, Valyrian, or whatever that, I thought that movie looked like it would be a kick-ass sci-fi, beautiful experience, but I just wasn't sure. And I did let uh, uh, Rotten Tomatoes and uh, IMDb uh, <laughs> affect <laughs> yeah. me going to theater. I did. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, be careful with that, too, because there are some critics uh, that I really trust, uh, some of them that I did a show with. Uh, we'll leave it at that. Uh, and there are some critics who I also think are yo-yos who I still do a show with, um, <laughs> that really triumphed the IMDB and Rotten Tomatoes failure of Tom Cruise's The Mummy. Mm -hmm. And that movie was fine. Like, really? it wasn't, it wasn't 10 out of, it, it was horrible. Yeah. No, it you was bad. Yeah, no, it wasn't, it wasn't, listen, do, live. Live in my, like, you know, be on the Cult of Muscle and Trick or Treat Radio for uh, four years and then tell me what a horrible movie is. <laughs> I've seen horrible movies, and that was like, probably Tom Cruise's worst. Hmm. Or you it was up there. Two and a half hours of evolution, not the one with David Duchovny in it either. Like a movie that was literally one static shot for two and a half hours of, that was supposed to be a horror movie. And, and you know, and I've never seen that one. I don't, yeah. Yeah, I don't that doesn't sound familiar. That. No, I didn't think the mummy uh, was horrible. The Tom Cruise. Uh, I one. thought it could be better. Yeah. I, I felt like trying to use the mummy as like a setup for all the uh, you know introducing uh, uh, Doctor Jekyll. Right. Uh, I, yeah. And I thought Russell Crowe was like. Super, I thought that, that was I did my not like, part. I did not yeah, like. Yeah. Was, uh, yeah. was Doctor Hyde? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, baggage, maybe. Yeah, I feel like if it just would have been uh, the mummy and not tried to the squeeze mummy. all the. Uh, other bullshit in like, hey, we're setting up this uh, universe. Right. I mean, it's I, I, I still think Tom Cruise is is a, is a superstar. Oh, he when is. he's on screen, and he's great. Uh, the Mission Impossible movies are fantastic. I think. But I won't the go mummy, into his uh, his religion, no. Scientology, <laughs> but he's taking something that won't let him age. I'll right. Tell you that. Yeah. But yeah, I think I mean the mummy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that just seemed more of a cash grab type of movie. See, I don't, I don't, I, I feel like I, a lot of people say that and I just don't know where the cash grab on a franchise whose last resurgence was 52 years. Because they're trying to bring it back. Well, yeah. But, and I, I mean, think I that's know, why. Like, like that, I mean, that's like, that's like being mad at a shark for eating, like just eating and swimming. Like that's like what the studio. That pisses me off so much. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like the, it's a it's a company. Like its whole job yeah. is to, you know, make the donuts. And, I mean, I and, personally and try to find something for people to like and buy. <laughs> I was gonna say I personally liked um, the Mummy with Brendan Fraser. Fantastic! Yeah, I love that movie. Yeah, I enjoy those. 
The CGI though, like I just watched them this year again for the first time in a long time. The yeah. second one the was CGI so bad. Tough. Yeah. yeah. CGI. It's not necessarily the best, but. What happened to that guy? Who, Brendan Fraser? Oh, yeah. uh, he, he, uh, don't get me started. I got obsessed a few months ago. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, I can't remember. I read up on it not too long ago, but he did a, like one or two movies that just flopped bad, mm. and yeah. he kind of got exiled from really? Hollywood, and no wow. one will cast him now. There is a Mandelaism going around that he's dead. Like, just people will say, like, as common knowledge, <laughs> oh, yeah, Brendan Fraser's dead. <laughs> not dead. Yeah, he, um, he uh, lives in Connecticut. Um, he injured himself a few years ago during one of the big uh, northeast ice storms. Um, <laughs> Shoveling? Sawing a tree that was down in mm. his yard and it yeah, with a chainsaw and it just went like it was just went through. It, like he thought he was braced for it to be a tough job and it actually went through like butter and it fucked up his back and shoulders. Oh, no geez. kidding. Um, wow. And he kind of got out of shape and um didn't like he he went from being like leading man to like character actor looking right fast yeah. um and he uh yeah if you've seen doesn't have the chops yeah if you've seen pictures of him lately he he doesn't look anything yeah. like he did a oh, few, wow. i feel like we watched mummy. we watched a video not too long ago maybe a couple months ago and i was like ooh, time has not been well with him right uh, <laughs> and then also he was uh, he was kind of a little. I was like, is he on something? Also, because I don't he seems pain medication. So. Yeah, yeah, maybe probably maybe. pain medication. I don't that, know. No, there's no fact in that, so don't uh, assume no, that no, you no, heard no. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, any knowledge here. Uh, now, speaking of, for some reason, just remind. I know this is like so far removed from werewolves, <laughs> but you know, a movie I always liked with Brendan Fraser. You guys are gonna laugh at me, but whatever. Um, it's that one where he was like in a bomb shelter. Encino Man? No. Oh. Uh, Blast bla from, from the Past. Blast from the Past. Blast from the Past. That was pretty good. Yeah, was I always enjoyed it. He was, it was uh, with Drew. Yeah, Drew with Drew Barrymore, yeah. <laughs> I have no complaints about Brendan Fraser. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, any way up in that, like not even Paul, like he was Teflon to me. Like he's almost he's almost like a less talented George Clooney. Like, nothing, wow. like nothing that like I like if George Clooney is in something, I'm like, hey, okay. Yeah. I don't even care if I care. Like, oh George Clooney's pregnant. <laughs> boat. Like I don't care at all. Like like I'll watch it. But like back in the day, but like not even not even the fucking Paulie Shore would scare me off. Uh, he <laughs> like, he was rough to watch too. on the screen. Yeah, yeah he was. Uh, oh, oh uh, Jenny, uh, Jenny, Journey to the Center of the Earth. I, I really like that movie, That too. was a good movie. Yeah. With Brendan never, Fraser, never, yeah. Uh, I've never seen that. But that was late, what? too. That was late in the, I feel like that was late in the. Uh, uh, that might have been, like, one of his last big movies he did. Mm -hmm. Probably. Could be. It was it was fun. PETA was in it. The kid who played yeah, PETA. That's not his real Games. name. Uh, jo wait, what's his name? Josh Hutchinson. Yes. Josh okay. Yep. Yeah, it was. Uh, I think it was a blast. I got the cheesy. I got the DVD that uh, that has the 3D and regular version, and it comes with a couple glasses. <laughs> yeah. Oh, did it? Yeah. Now <laughs> it sounds terrible when it is, but you know when that came out, I forget how old my son was, but we put the glass on, watched the movie, and you know we had a kick-ass time. Yeah. So I, yeah. I I liked the movie. Yeah. Yeah, that's not a bad movie. I mean, mm -hmm. it's it's Journey to the Center of the Earth. What do you yeah, expect? Yeah. Right. But Brendan Fraser's pretty good in it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's pretty good in everything. He's Brendan Fraser. <laughs> yeah, he really is. Look at that hair. 
He's dreamy. It is good hair. Yeah. I wonder if it's still good. That was no, it's not. Uh, I was gonna say it's thinning, right? Was on a show called The Affair that my special lady friend watched. That was um, the show. Really, uh, to say it didn't interest me like was a was an understatement. Like I felt like the show was ugly. Like for lack of a better way to put it, like I had no interest in it. But I I looked up one day and he was like an ugly grizzled prison guard. Oh, geez. So yeah, he's. Uh, I mean, in my head, I would like I was still pissed when they didn't make him Superman just in this recent like Superman iteration. So, <laughs> like I guess I was way off base of what was actually going on with BNF, but uh, yeah, I was. I like I I love me some Brendan Fraser. Like no, no complaints all the way up and up and down the. It, I, he definitely would be Superman still in my 80s Justice League. <laughs> yeah, too bad he wasn't a werewolf and something. Yeah. T, uh, Team uh, Wolf too, or uh, you know. Senior Wolf uh, yeah. <laughs> Three. We'll come up we'll come up with a concept for him. We'll figure yeah. it out. We'll get him back <laughs> in the saddle. Yeah. He's in Connecticut, so it's halfway between, so we could yeah. go, just show up on his yard one day. <laughs> Maybe he could come over and meet us. I didn't I hate driving to Connecticut. I know. <laughs> That's true. No, fair enough. Uh, all right, now. So we talked about dog soldiers. We talked about werewolf movies, and somehow we got, we talked about Brendan Fraser. What an amazing journey this has been! Uh, not quite to the center of the earth, but to the center of weirdness, for sure. Um, now, uh, last time we did mm-hmm. uh, say that we had no update on our movie making, no, and until we found out that the Deadites are going to write an original song. Yes. As long as we give them heads up, if we screw around and don't give them a nice deadline, they're going to tell us to F off. So. Right. <laughs> so this week. I don't think that'll happen. I think it'll just be like one of those times when uh, Miss M has to hit us. Okay. <laughs> where we need to be. Good. Like, with we, us. Well, we're going to start shooting. Um, uh, Mark Dose is coming up uh, in, in a few weeks. He's coming in up December. in December. Uh, so we're going to shoot all his scenes. Yes. And... Uh, so, I can't wait. Number one, I can't wait to see Mark. Mark's going to be back on the show. Dynamo, when Mark comes on, uh, I'll give you a buzz. Maybe you can join us and yeah. say hi to the I guy. He's been down in Florida, loving everything down there. Pedaling away. Uh, yeah, bicycling. <laughs> uh, met a new girl. So, we miss him, and we just got to, you know, get, catch a good time for him to be back on the show. His yeah. life yep. is taking so many twists and turns to, uh, to goodness, and I'm super happy for him. But we are going to... Have him in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Exciting. He's in the opening sequence and the ending sequence. Yes. Oh, okay. So we're going to film it when he comes up because it doesn't really matter. He's not ever in the same location as everybody else. Right. <laughs> so I could just bang out his scenes and we got that locked. Right. Uh, and then we just got to schedule the time to film at the uh, Funk. But, you know, I checked out Funk. Uh, it's going to be an excellent uh, location. Mm-hmm. So the goal is to start shooting most of it December, January. And it'll take me forever to edit and all that <laughs> stuff. So. But that's your update. I am pretty pumped about it. Everybody's pumped about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't wait. I think it'd be a really great uh, project over the winter, too. Yeah. yeah. yeah when, when it's cold and we're hunkered down, I'd love to have all the footage in the can so I can just edit. Uh, you can edit, sit down edit, and, and bitch start and complain about how it. cold it is, but you know, drink right. my coffee and edit the movie. I think right. it'd be awesome. <laughs> right. Now, Dynamo, any, anything new coming up with you guys? Uh, the Deadites, any new uh, songs you're working on outside of what you'll do for us, but uh, <laughs> any new gigs coming up? Um, there is a gig that I will definitely tell you guys about when I have a date, but it's a, uh, a benefit show for someone in need. 
Um, so we're pretty excited about that. And for that same person, um, we're recording a song or two songs. Um, we haven't decided yet. Okay. Um, we're at least, uh, it's just a matter of, um, if we, if we have time to write another song, we'll write a second song for it. But the song, uh, I'll be tipping my hand here. She listens for some reason, but the song that we, um, are going to record is already about her and her uh, strength and struggles. So, okay. um, you know, but uh, I'm working on another song right now called Mothman Blues, uh, which I'm hoping to, to have on that same compilation. And we're also in the very like so early that we might hit the abort button in the very early stages of writing a new Christmas song. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so our last Christmas song um, was so popular that we did it again like we re we we i actually didn't re-record it they used the original vocals and just did new music um around it they did like an updated version of it last year or the year oh, okay. before um and uh that's called blue christmas it's on 20th century bastards a lot of people dig that inexplicably yeah um, it's fun and yeah. yeah and um you know we're talking about it's just a matter of uh Donna Matrix's other gig uh, is super busy around like the beginning of December, the end of November. So, you know, it's just hard to get that core writing trio um, in a room to to come up with something from scratch. We usually kind of rely on stuff that we we've been playing for a while when we're when we're charged to do things at this time. So, you know, not a lot, but I, I definitely think we have a new mission statement. Uh, and that mission statement is that we're going to write a song. Uh, we're going to write a song or record a song that we've already written and put them out as singles. So there's not as long of a wait in between. And then we'll collect them on the back end because in putting out 20th century bastards and like playing some music that people hadn't heard in a while, like that, like a new fan like you wouldn't have heard because you weren't there in 1998 or whatever. um, It was cool to see all the people that knew those songs and, um, so we're more committed to getting stuff out a little faster. And okay. I, I don't want to say certainly less committed to like podcasting and other shenanigans because we're working on some some cool stuff right now that I, I don't want to talk about in case somebody gets hit with a safe and it doesn't happen. But, um, <laughs> oh you know, we've always we've been leaning on the multimedia stuff for a few years and um, kind of, you know, I don't know, like we were like a real live band for all through the nineties and early two thousands. And I think we just get tired of that sort of lifestyle, you know, like going in, recording a record, playing that record for a while, waiting for it to come out. Actually, Tim, we, uh, we just had a great interview with somebody, Tim Capella, uh, who's a saxophone player. Yeah. Um, I listened to that. Yeah. Yeah. He was, he used to cast pajamas. Um, and he kind of said the same thing. It's just, you make the record, you go out, you play the record. And like, we realized that there were probably some stuff we were better at than doing those things. Uh, <laughs> so we kind of started doing those more and we want to do more videos. You guys should do a video, do a video for yeah. us. Oh man. Yeah, I'll do it. That'll be, that'll be the trade. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So that sounds so, phenomenal. Yeah. We, and here's the good thing about our videos. We have absolutely positively no interest in the, if you watch any of the videos, there's one video we're in. Otherwise, no interest. Zero yeah. interest in being in them. We're ugly bands. Which is great because I don't have to – well, not all of you are ugly. <laughs> no, I mean there's, um, there's, there's four of them who are pretty, but they don't want to be in it either. Um, yeah, because like, the last thing I would do is have to drive up <laughs> to film you guys. Yeah, yeah. I'm no, kidding. I definitely would come out to hang out. Yeah, you know yeah. what? You get a song. I'll come up. I could, we could figure out a concept. Yeah. 
Yeah, um, there's, 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 I don't know, there's, uh, there's 15 or 16 of them on 20th Century Bastards, or just wait around for us to... It might be the new one. Record something new, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah uh, um, we just... We have a new song, or we have that newish song that's on the benefit that they put out for me, which I love because I had nothing to do with it. Right. Um, uh, the Attic. So I was trying to make a video for that with one of our other filmmaker friends. And I don't want to say it's fell through, but I think that, um, well, they took the maze down. So that was, that was uh, like the gist of, that was the, gist uh, of the video. Um, oh, I missed that one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, my sister was mean and wouldn't wait. And it's who I should shut up. She's going to be here any minute. She could be running around. It was funny. Uh, a couple uh, years ago, uh, maybe even, uh, man, I've been listening to you guys for a long time. But on uh, one episode, you would uh, play the song, the, the song Psycho Patrick. And at the time, I was really into uh, stop-mo animation. And I was like, oh, how badass would it be to make like a, a stop-motion video for this song and then send it to these guys? Like, hey, I made something. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Uh, yeah. But then, then I, I sat down was thinking about it, like, that would take me like six months uh, to do stop motion. <laughs> for 10 <laughs> like, seconds. I don't think I could yeah. dedicate my time. I, I did a 15-second stop motion. It took us like uh, two months. Really? Like, yeah. So wow. I was like, hmm, I don't think I could do this. No. But yeah, man, that would be real. I would love that as a project. Come up with a cool video for mm -hmm. one of your songs. Yeah. I would definitely do that trade. That's, yeah, that's, yeah, a, that's sure. an honest and fair, awesome uh, trade-off on that one. Uh, real quick, it's funny that you Psycho Patrick stuck out to you because we even almost didn't put it on 20th Century Bastards. It, it only ended up on uh, the Murder by Moonlight EP. I think that's what it was on because um, we lost a bunch of songs. Oh, yeah? Like, uh, like yeah, we had uh, the, things were on tape and we got some real water damage in the studio we were working in. Lost, oh, that sucks. I lost some songs. It's, it's funny. Uh, two, two, the two songs we lost were also supposed to be on the Big Scary monster hunts at midnight and they got lost for another reason um but we had recorded psycho patrick because it was uh psycho patrick who's johnny wolfenstein's brother's uh wrestling entrance music like he wanted something kind of like uh icp or uh something okay. like, you know like really like in your face like hip-hop so that was kind of our our version of it but it wasn't oh cool like we we only had i think four songs or whatever for our album at the time and the going rate for EPs were five songs, so we put that on. So, Very cool. Yeah, um, I'll definitely uh, talk more about that. Uh, Dynamo's also helped me with a comic book for our podcast, Paranormal Punch. Yeah, Paranormal Punchers. So excited. So excited for that. Uh, you can find him, hear him, see him, uh, trickortreatradio.com uh, every Wednesday. Mm -hmm. You can watch him on the YouTubes, but then you can listen to Don't it every Friday. Uh, which I do both because sometimes I can't stay up. You guys are up to like midnight. I, know. I don't know how you do yeah. it. I, yeah, uh, we go to bed I pretty don't. early. so I know how I do it because I'm full of hate by the 45 <laughs> <laughs> I don't go to bed till 6 in the morning anyway because I don't want to strangle someone else. <laughs> oh, on the boy. Show, so. now, Johnny Wolfenstein. Yeah, no, he's, they're all cool. I love you guys. Um, now you can. Uh, much bigger than me. <laughs> Learn more about us at punchfarm.com. Mm -hmm. uh, and as uh, you know, if you have the time, go give us a review. Mm -hmm. it, uh, it's easy. So I hear if you have an iPhone, um, it's free and it actually helps the show. Uh, so with that, guys, uh, any final words before we cut out? No. No. Nope. I'm nope. good. Well, then uh, remember, the Wolfman has nards. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye. Bye.